Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Okay, Exodus chapter 3, beginning of verse 1. I'll read a couple of verses and I'll let you sit down. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. It wasn't all that weird of a thing for there to be a bush burning in the wilderness, in the desert. It's a very hot place. Just a little glint of sunlight off a rock could cause something to combust, and it it wasn't that abnormal. What was abnormal was the thing not to go whoosh like that. That was abnormal. The thing's just, it's like there's a gas flame under, and it just keeps burning. He's like, what's going on here? Uh, Let's read a couple more verses. Go down to verse 6. Moreover, he said, this is God speaking, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, and Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. Wise man. Wise man. Yeah. You say, well, I wouldn't be like that. Well, wait till you get in the presence of the Lord like that someday. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I squeezed my eyes so hard they hurt because the power of God was so strong where I was. A couple times that's happened. And the angel said, uh, verse 7, I have surely seen the affliction, and and the Lord said, I'm sorry, in verse 7, and the Lord said, I have surely, surely, I am sure, I'm positive here, that I have seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Now, he's the almighty God, right? Nobody questions that, really. And he sees your sorrows. He knows they're there. How? Why? Because he's God. But when you cry out to him, whoa, that that makes all the difference right there. I know it because I'm God. But when you entreat me, when you invite me in your situation, okay, now things are different. Amen? So we say sometimes, silly, we say, why hasn't God come to my aid? Why hasn't the Lord helped me? You have to have your, your fist on your hip and do your head like that. You know, why am I having it so hard? What's, what's going on in my life? Doesn't the Lord know? Doesn't the Lord see my situation? And I will answer a silly question with a silly answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But did you ask him to be involved in your situation? Very, very good. Amen. Here, say it in the mic, bro. You have not because you ask not. That's right. Amen, bro. So, (laughs) we're doing good. Let's read a couple more verses. You all right with that? Then, I promise, I told you, I didn't really lie, but I said eventually you'd sit down. Okay, go to verse 10. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. I mean, he's speaking this certainly, isn't he? He's saying, this is going to happen. And Moses is going, I, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. I, not me. I, 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 I can't do that. I, and God's saying, yeah, it's going to happen. 
And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go into Pharaoh, that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? You're the one that God just called to do it. That's who you are, Moses. That's who you are, sister. Who am I to lead worship? Well, you're the one God put it in your heart to do it. There you go. Who am I to teach Sunday school? Well, you're the one that God put it in your heart to do it. I learned a long time ago, don't go to your pastor with all kinds of good ideas because he'll say, that's a good idea, and I'll go do it. No, that wasn't what I was saying. What I was saying is someone should do that. Wouldn't that be good? He's like, uh-huh, the, the Lord put it in your heart, now you go do it. I didn't really want to do that, you know. I had to learn. I had to learn. So, <laughs> verse 12, and he said, certainly I will be with thee. Certainly. I want you to be sure of something. I will be with you to do this thing that you're a little scared to do. He's speaking to all of us tonight. Okay? And this shall be a token unto thee. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do something for you. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain right here. Right here where you are, you'll be back right here again. A lot of times the experiences the Lord takes you through in your life is supposed to be used later on to help someone else. Well, I, I don't want to tell you all my ugly past. Well, maybe they have an ugly past themselves and need to hear about an ugly past, how an ugly past worked out pretty good. Yeah, swallow your pride a little bit. All right, I'm just doing really good preaching. We haven't even sat down yet. This is really good. Wow. I didn't know it was going to be this good. Anyway, <laughs> okay, we're still reading in the Bible here. Um, verse 13, and we'll read the verse 15, and then I guarantee you, if I don't tell you to sit down, just go ahead anyway, okay, because I'm done messing around. All right, and Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Now, he's assuming a lot here. If I'm in bondage and you say, I'm going to help you get set free, mostly I'm going to say, Well, gee, thanks. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. I'm in bondage. I don't want to be in bondage. Let's go. I'm going to go say, Well, who said? I don't think, I, probably not. But God answers this question in verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. I am. I exist. I am real. If they were considering maybe I wasn't involved, maybe I wasn't in their life, I am. I exist. I am real. And it expands that thought more than what says, I am that I am. I am because I decided to be. That's who I am. I am the God, singular, only. I am. No one beside me. No one like me. You're all I need. You're all, you, I'm all you need. That's what he was saying to them. Yeah, he's all I need. Praise God. So he says, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. And God said, moreover unto Moses, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. Now you can be seated. <laughs> 
Praise God. But let's pray together for a second. Because I, I am always a little bit silly in my delivery, and I just must be that way. I might have gotten dropped when I was a baby. I don't remember. I was very young. I did have a little bump right here for a long time. You don't have to stand, brother. We're just going to pray. Lord, we ask you to have your way tonight. Let's hear from heaven, Lord Jesus. Not really from me, but I pray you'd help us all here. Minister to our hearts. Encourage us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everyone says amen. Amen. Praise God. Again, glad to be here. I love the Christman family. As I've said before, I don't, I don't love Luke. I've made that clear. And he's not here even to hear me say that, but that's okay. Um, we finished in verse 15 there. Now let's go down to verse 19. The Lord tells him all these things. I want you to go set my people free. And now look at verse 19. This is God still speaking. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. Wow, Lord, that was not nice. You didn't have to say that part. Here, I got something for you to do, but guess what? It ain't going to work out. It's not going to go the way I just said it was going to go. And that's, it's like, you could have not said that part, Lord. Now he explains later, over time, he will let you go and many things have to happen. But <laughs> here was a man that wasn't too confident anyway. Uh, some people say he might have had some form of a speech impediment. Um, he at least wasn't willing to speak in front of the people. And so God covering every excuse the man could have, gave him a man. You'll be my Aaron. You could, no, you'd have to stay, get up. But, but if I have to say something, I'll say it to you. You say it to him and he can say it to the people. And somehow this was okay. I, I think there could be lost in translation there a little bit at some point, you know. But apparently it worked out. So God was taking care of Moses. All of his excuses he covered. All of your excuses he's covering. Well, I'm not like that, Brother Melik. I'm not as funny as he is. Well, thank you very much. But you might be. You don't know. You haven't tried it yet, maybe. <laughs> and I don't even try to be funny, and it ends up being funny. People tell me after I've preached my guts out, man, I was laughing the whole time. And I'm like, well, that really wasn't what I was trying to have happen exactly, but whatever, you know, it happens sometimes that way. But God is speaking to us, too. Speaking to us too. What we need tonight, I believe and I feel, is a certain word. We need a sure voice to speak to us. Amen? Now, why would I say that? Well, what about COVID? I'm uncertain. What about the vaccine? I'm uncertain. What about the economy? I'm uncertain. What about politics? Mm, I'm really uncertain. What about, um, what about anything? I'm uncertain. I don't know. You're right. You don't. My pastor, your bishop, Aaron Bounds, I believe prophesied in the power of God and said, we are in 
the spirit of Babylon. We are suffering the spirit of Babylon. And yes, Babylon means confusion, but it also means uncertainty. And God has allowed the church and the whole world to be in the spirit of uncertainty. Why would God do that? Because he is a certain voice. Amen. He is a strong tower that I can run into and be safe. Amen. Amen. Yes, he is. Ha <laughs> ha. Hallelujah. Why would he do that to us? Because you got comfy. Got fat and sassy. I don't mean physically necessarily, but I mean, it's just a phrase they use, you know, that everything's good. How you doing? Great. Someone that usually says good or great sometimes is lying because <laughs> it ain't always good and great. But it's okay because people really don't want to know how good or great it's really going anyway. It's just a greeting. It's just the way we say things, you, you, you know. Someone says, how you doing? Well, got this ingrown toenail, man. It's been giving me, I didn't want to hear all that, but, you know. So they really didn't want to know how you're doing. So when someone says that, you just say, okay, you know. But in, in truth, if the Lord was speaking to you and he would say, how are you doing? You, you need to be completely honest with him. Lord, I'm, I'm not even sure how I'm doing, Lord. I'm uncertain exactly where I am completely. And I need something certain. I need something for real. I need something sure, Lord God, that I can sort of feel and grasp onto here in this uncertain time. Amen. Anybody have uh, gone through the COVID quarantine? Most of you. Yeah. I don't sit down very good even when I'm healthy. When I'm unhealthy and I got to be in the house for two weeks, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't like it. I'm, what is it? You don't want to either. No, I know. Who would want? Well, some people like, some people are homebodies. They love being home. Oh, I got everything I want right here. I don't ever want to go anywhere. God bless you. I'm not related to you. <laughs> I want to go everywhere all the time. Anyway, but I, 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 uh, my, my daughter got it two weeks of quarantine. Like, Hours later, my wife got it. I was free. No. And then I was two more weeks. So then I thought, you know, I beat it. I beat it. I beat it. I'm better than the COVID. And guess what? I got it. I'm like, no. -uh. And I'm talking to the health, uh, to the tester people. And they said, yeah, you got a positive. Well, I heard it was only 60% accurate. Yeah, I've heard that too. So, there's 40% chance I'm, I'm not positive. Yes, but the problem with that is you have a positive test. So, I have to turn this into the county health department, and immediately you have to begin quarantine. No. I don't quarantine well. I wouldn't be like a good long-term patient. 
You know how some people say, man, I wish I could just lay in this bed all the time. People take care of me. I don't even want that. Get away from me. Let me take care of myself, you know. So um, this quarantine, and then my oldest son gets it too. Oh, great. Just, I, I didn't even get free in that one. I didn't even have a few hours in that one. And so you're sitting at home, you're not doing much, and you're just, sometimes your mind isn't in the right place. Anybody want to say, uh-huh? You know, and I, I, I made the mistake. I did it. I did it two days in a row. I watched the news. Oh, I knew better. But I was a little bored. And I did wonder if World War III was starting. I didn't know. Nobody told me. And so I watched it two days in a row. Oh, that was a mistake. That was bad. That was, it's like they're preaching some kind of anti-God theology on the news. Anybody understand what I'm saying? If you don't understand what I'm saying, don't worry about it. It's okay. But it's what I feel. It's like, you know, the government is your God. Praise his holy name. You know, we have all the answers. Well, the answer you had yesterday is different from the answer you have, you have today. I don't think that's working out so good for you. But, and and, and it, just, it just messed with me. And it's, you know, when you don't feel the best, it's, it's not as easy to pray because now you're fighting the body and you can't get in the spirit because the body is stronger than flesh in a way. And, and here I am, I'm a, I'm a minister. It says Pastor Mark me like I used to be till last year. Oh, well, I am an associate pastor at Zanesville. That, that's true. Okay. All right. Thank you. But, um, you know, here I'm supposed to have it all together. Well, guess what? I ain't all the time. And I'm relieving you of responsibility to have it together all the time. There you go. You feel better? Whoo, man. That's, you just kind of wiggle on that one. That's, ah, thank you. But you can't stay there. You can't live there where you are uncertain. You need something that is certain. I got it. Here it is. Here it is right here. Oh, it's always certain. It's always sure. This is the words of God written down. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so God, speaking to Moses, says, I am, which means I exist. Well, yeah, I know you exist, but I'm going to tell you more. I exist because I decided to exist. I am that I am. It's up to me whether I am or not. And I am. I am the I am. The great I am. The only I am. Let's go to John 10. This is more of a Bible study, which is how I generally operate anyway. If you've ever been here before, you know that. John 10, beginning of verse 1. If you're lazy, you can just look up on the ceiling or the wall, you know, up there. All right. John 10, 1, and then we'll go to verse 7. Verily, verily, I say unto to you, this verily, verily means of a certainty, 
of a certainty, I say unto you. That's what verily, verily means. I want you to understand what I'm getting ready to say. It's very important. Verily, of a certainty, let me say it a second time, of a certainty, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the, the same is a thief and a robber. Go down to verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, of a surety, of a surety, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Verse 9. Let me repeat, because you learn by repetition. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Down through verse 11. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. Get that I am in there. That they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Let me repeat for at least the third time. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So we're like sheep and he's like the shepherd. And we're taken care of by him. Good care. Amen. By a good shepherd. Nobody can come into the sheepfold but by him. Well, I'm worried somebody will come and get me. They can't get you but by him. The almighty God, the great I am, says, if you are my sheep, if you will yield to me as your shepherd, I will take care of you. I will protect you. Nothing will come to you unless I say it can come to you. Yeah, but Brother Mark, you got the COVID. I had it, past tense, I'm done, okay? Yeah, I got it. You know what? He said I can have it. That's what happened. Did I pray against it? Yeah. They get it anyway? Uh-huh. What does that mean? He said I can have it. It was up to him, wasn't up to me. Yeah, but some bad things have happened in my life. Hmm. If you were his sheep, and if you were submitted to him as he is your shepherd, then he let it come. That's one of those things. You just want to... Yeah, but I didn't want it. When you let him be your shepherd, he decided what is to be let in your life and not let in your life. He's the great I am. He kept me during my COVID multiple quarantines. Like four of them now. I don't really agree with the Lord entirely on that, but I accept he's the shepherd and I'm the sheep. Amen. I'm going to read a few more scriptures here. Um, um, 
I tell you what, you, you got them all there, sister? You ready to go? Second, Second Chronicles 16, 9. We're going to go kind of quick. Throw them up there. And I might go see them back here too. What is it? Well, we have Bibles. We can go the old-fashioned way. This has been a little quicker to, to just do it that way. But um, we'll, we'll do it this way. Second Chronicles 16, 9. There it is. Okay. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. So he sees, he knows. It's not like it was surprise to him. What? You start praying, Lord, I got, I got the COVID. Oh, no, really? Ah, it ain't no surprise to him. He knows what's going on. Throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Yeah, herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth, thou shalt have wars. He was judging them because they didn't trust him. Psalm 34, 7. Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Amen. Praise God. The angel of the Lord goes with you when you leave here. I, I got to drive through some bad part of town. The angel of the Lord goes with you. I live in a bad part of town. The angel of the Lord then lives at your house also. Amen. Psalm uh, 91 4. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Uh, I, I'm not a country boy. I'm a city boy. Always have been. But I was amazed uh, one of my times in Guatemala. There was a storm going on. And when they have storms, they can have some real storms. I mean, monsoon kind of things. And I saw this hen all spread out and I thought maybe she was injured like had a broken wing or something like this and I wanted to go help it you know I was inside and there's this it was like beside this little stick of a thing it wasn't even much protection and and I I thought oh that thing's hurt and broke its arm or its wing or something like this and all of a sudden I see these little chicks peeking out and the chicks ain't getting wet a bit they're not affected by the wind it's that mama just kind of covering up them little babies like this and she kind of feel the little buddies going around here and there and kind of move its wings around and and the little chick it was like a game it peeked hey hey and then another one would come out another one oh what's going on out there and in the storm they were completely protected now there are storms in your life that you didn't even know it was going on because the lord is protecting you I'm going to tell you, there are prayers your pastor prays for you. Sometimes in the middle of the night. And you never know about that prayer he prayed. And he never tells you. 
he fought a devil for you because you weren't strong enough. And the Lord let, just let you sleep through the whole thing. You didn't know anything was going on. Amen. I know that because I was a pastor. Psalm 125.2. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth even forever. The, the city of Jerusalem is protected. It's in a valley by mountains all around it. And you are protected by a solid hand, the hand of the I Am camps about you. Angels are involved in your life, but they are dispatched by him, by his orders. And they are around you at all times. Amen. Amen. Uh, Zechariah 2.5. Zechariah 2.5. See if I can beat her. Nope, she beat me. For I saith the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire round about and will be the glory in the midst of her. Are you getting the context of these scriptures here? Are you feeling a little bit safer while we're reading the word, the sure word, the certain word of God? It doesn't say maybe he'll protect you. It doesn't say, well, sometimes if, if the gas is turned on, there'll be a wall of fire around you and nothing can can enter that. Sometimes I might help you if I want to, if I can, if I'm powerful enough, if, if I'm not busy with... No, it's a sure word. He's going to protect you always. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. Luke 21, 18. Luke 21, 18. She beat me again. But there shall not an hair of your head perish. Understand the protection of this great I am. You are the apple of his eye. You are the thing that catches his glimpse the most. There's nothing else in this world that he cares for more than you. And you. Now, you've got to believe that. Because if you have trouble with that, you are questioning him. I think that's a bad place to go to. Amen, amen. Well, I don't feel safe. Well, you know what? You can't always go by your feelings. Anybody learn that one yet? Oh, yeah. Because your feelings rise and fall. This don't rise and fall anywhere. This is the word of God. It is a certain word. It is a sure voice. Um, let's go to Revelation chapter 1. We're going to kind of end up here. Because there's no more books after Revelation anyway. So that's a good place to end. But I'll tell you, I, I had to get back in the word myself. I had to start reading the Bible to hear the voice of God. 
You ever just read it and just like, that was Japanese. I don't know if you knew I could speak with that. But <coughs> it's not really. I was just jabbering. But I'm saying, have you ever just read it? It's just like reading a newspaper. Uh, you know what? Yesterday's newspaper was today's trash. But this is the eternal word of God right here. It's a whole different animal here. And sometimes my wife, a lover, I do, I want to make that clear before I make the next statement, annoys me. This is my next statement. My wife annoys me sometimes. You know why? Because she reads out loud. And that's okay if she's somewhere else. <laughs> I do love her. I said that, right? I said that part. And I do. But I kind of can't completely say what she does is wrong because sometimes the Word of God needs to be read out loud. And I think for a couple of reasons. I think, one, you need to read it to say, hey, devil, hey, hey listen to this. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about that? But you need to say it to yourself, too. And you need to hear yourself. Yeah. The, the, the practice of reading it and speaking it causes a whole different process to go on. And then when you speak it, now you're hearing it. And so it's so much more powerful than just even people that move their lips kind of annoy me. I'm easily annoyed, I suppose. I had the, I had the COVID, so we'll blame it on that. But it's like, just reading alone isn't enough. Sometimes reading out loud is the thing to do. And I try to go somewhere else when I'm reading out loud, but not everybody does that, and that's okay. I love them anyway. But when I'm reading the Word of God, sometimes I just like to say it to the devil. Hey, devil, listen to this one. Here's Revelation 1-7. Behold, he cometh with clouds. This is all going to be over someday, devil. You think you've got this place under control? <laughs> he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, the Jews and the Romans, will see him that's coming back, coming with the clouds, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. And then he says this. Hey, devil, I want you to hear this one, too. Okay, devil, ready? Do I have your attention? Are you ready? Because I'm going to say it. You, okay? Okay. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. That's who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's who he is. That's who he is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. That, sometimes speaking it to the devil, just, you ever like to go, me, 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 me. You ever just want to go to the devil? Like, you think you're so bad. You're not bad. He's I mean, good when I say bad. You understand what I mean. But it's not up to the devil. 
and don't let the devil convince you it is. It, it, it ain't up to President Biden, President, it ain't up to nobody. He is the king of all kings. He is the Lord of all lords. Amen. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so whatever we're going through in this life, wherever you are in your uncertainty, and you are, because the Lord wouldn't have me bring this message, wherever you are in it, he's got a certain voice for you. He's got a certain word for you. I am. I exist. I am real. I am in your life. You're not alone. Yeah, I feel alone sometimes. Don't go by your feelings. Go by this. You're my sheep. I'm your shepherd. Nothing will come to you unless I let it. You'll never know all the things I prevent from coming into your life. I'm just the door of the sheep. I'm the protector. Sometimes I do. I open it up and you can get COVID. You know? Oh, well. He's the healer of COVID too. Amen? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. I just feel something in the Holy Ghost right now. Let's just lift our hands for a second. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we trust you. We trust you, Lord God. Lord, we have sort of wavered in our trust in you, Lord God. Mm. And we're sorry, Lord. We repent, Lord. We apologize, Jesus. Oh, we just got a little uncertain here for a minute, Lord God, in this uncertain time. In the spirit of uncertainty, Lord God. But we know you're faithful and just to forgive us when we confess our sins to you, Lord God. And we're sorry our faith wavered there just for a second, Lord God. And we're not sure about the future. We don't know about tomorrow, but we do know who holds tomorrow. And that's you, Lord Jesus. And you hold my tomorrow, too. <laughs> and so, I can trust. I can trust in you. I'm going to be all right. Even if it, if it doesn't go the way I thought it was going to go. You're going to be in it with me, Lord God. If you open the door and allow something in my life, well, you're in my life with me anyway. So I don't have to fear. I don't even have to worry. But I do have to trust in you, Lord Jesus. Because we learn by repetition, the Lord also says in verse 10, this is John the Revelator speaking here in the first part. He says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I'm telling you, the spirit of the Lord is here tonight. And it's not a loud service or anything like that. It's more of a deep, somber thing. I think we need to just shore something up in our spirits tonight. I'm going to give you an opportunity to pray. We're going to seek the Lord came where you sit, come to the altar, whatever you want to do. But we, we need to pray for a minute. John says, I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and heard 
behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I'd like to repeat, I am Alpha and Omega. What he was saying was, I am A to Z. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek al alphabet. Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. The New Testament was written in Greek. He's saying, I'm A to Z. I'm everything. I'm everything in your life from the beginning of your life to the end of your life. That's who I am. I am the first, oh, and I will be the last. I was here before any of you were here. And I'll be here long after this life here on earth is done. I'll still be here. Thankfully, though, we'll be with him in heaven. Amen. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it to the churches. I want you to comfort my people. I want you to tell my people it's going to be okay. I got this. I got this. And then verse 17 again, John's saying, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. I was presence of God that strongly and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not I am the first and the last that's what he's saying to us tonight you don't have to be afraid I started this thing I will end this thing but it'll be me you're in my fold you're in my walled-in area. That's what a sheepfold is, basically a corral. And there's one gate or one door into the corral. And that's Jesus. I'm the door. I'm how you got in my sheepfold. And I will protect you if you'll stay in my sheepfold. If you'll remain my sheep, oh, I promise you I will remain your sheep. And he finishes it by saying, again, to repeat, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. Praise God. Let's find a place to pray while they sing and let's seek the Lord. We need him tonight. Let's res restore something in our spirit. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.